0: good morning and welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast. I am your host, Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson, and I am so excited because this is the day that the Lord has made and we are rejoicing and we are glad they're in. The Lotus Flower Podcast, our aim is to empower equip and to share culturally relevant, spiritually uplifting messages with our listening audience. You know, it's the lotus flower that blooms in adversity. The lotus flower itself is a beautiful pink and white flower. It's one that blooms under muddy, murky water. Underneath that muddy, murky water, there's a transformation going on that the natural eye can't see. You would never think that under a bunch of water that's been contaminated with all types of, with all types of things, with, with the cares of this life, with fear, with adversity, with rejection with discrimination all of that that lotus flower which is depicting the lives of many of our podcast guests pushes up beyond all of that adversity to bloom and blossom into a beautiful pink and white flower and that is what the lotus flower podcast depicts it depicts lives Of those that are able to put their hand in god's hand and push beyond whatever adversity life has brought them the lotus flower podcast we are airing here on zoom today with one of our guests but i want you to know before i introduce our guest please be sure to subscribe to the Lotus flower podcast. You may do so by going to our platforms, which are Amazon, which are Zoom, which are theReason.com, wix.com, and Google podcast. When you are there, go ahead and click on that subscribe button. And when you do, know that you will never miss an episode because the episode will always be waiting right there in your inbox for you and do me a favor be sure and share the lotus flower podcast with your family friends and loved ones share 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 because we've got a very big goal that we're trying to reach by the end of this year and that is we would like to reach 700 subscribers right now we're at 468 subscribers and we can reach that goal of 700 i know we can with your help we can do that Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being a part of this podcast. We truly appreciate you. Lives are being changed. Lives are being touched. The word of God is going out in strategic ways over the airways, and we are most grateful for that. Now, this morning, I have a very special guest with me, and I am so excited that she said yes to being on the podcast. My guest this morning is Dr. Keitra L. Davenport King. Dr. Keitra L. Davenport King is a charismatic, energetic, and captivating personality with over 20 years of serving in the community. Dr. Davenport King is an advocate, speaker, mentor, coach, and philanthropist who has radically impacted the lives of believers under the flagship of her ministry. Dr. Keitra L. Davenport King is a native of Dallas, Texas. She received her Bachelor's of Arts and Science in Christian Counseling and a Master's in Arts and Christian Education, and a Master's in Business Administration from Davis Baptist University. She earned her Doctorate of Strategic Leadership from Regent University. She has spent much of her life serving people in various capacities. One of her greatest joys is starting Life After Advocacy Group in 2004 to help individuals who have been victims of sexual abuse recover and live a healthy life. Dr. Kitra opened the doors of rock dimensional consultation, formerly known as KDL Consulting Services in 2005. Through RDC, she has spent the past 15 years coaching and training leaders, developing and educating church ministries, hosting leadership seminars and workshops. Dr. Ketra is known for her innovative and engaging leadership seminar name, The Leadership Recourse, designed to reconnect today's leaders back to collaborative leadership dr ketra wholeheartedly believes when you live in a community there should be a handprint of your work left behind for future generations she launched the north vernon women's community bible study group in 2015 to bridge the gap and bring together a diverse group of women to improve the family dynamic in underserved communities. Her latest accomplishments is her new book, Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass, which is a fictional mineral based on her true life events. Dr. Ketra is confident that her book will inspire victims of sexual abuse who have suffered in silence to speak their truth. Good morning, good morning,
1: good morning. Good and morning. to the podcast. Thank you, thank you so much, Dr. Robinson. I. It is such an honor to spend this time with you this morning. So thank you so much for that warm welcome <laughs> and that invitation. So thank you so much. And I pray God's blessings over you. You're <laughs> very welcome.
0: And this morning, the title of our podcast is going to be The title of your book, Seeing Beyond the Glass, I'm sorry, Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass, and is an award winning book. And it is a novel that you wrote that was based on your own personal life experience. And we'll start right there. You can tell us a bit more about who you are and about the book itself.
1: Well, again thank you so much for that warm welcome um i am you know i always say my name is ketra i thank god humbly for the the avenues and the doors that he has allowed me to walk through to um, become who he had already called me to be according to jeremiah 1 5. but um i am i I am a wife i'm a mother i'm a aunt (laughs) i'm a i'm a mentor um, I'm an author and an advocate, and um, I I do what I do because I generally, generally love supporting God's God's people and being obedient to the calling that God has put on my life. So um, seeing beyond the shattered glass had, was a journey. That was a 15-year journey, a walk that I had lived um, in various capacities before it came to fruition. I started this project um, in my early 30s because, well, I'm sorry, my mid-30s because I felt like I had been an advocate for individuals who have been victims of sexual assault. And I've shared my story on various platforms, but it was I, I felt like it was time for me to put my life in a book and share my why, why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. And um, in doing that, that was the manifestation of seeing beyond the shattered glass. So um, that is where we are today. And so I, um, I share my story um, candidly and openly. It is in fiction form um, because I wanted to captivate the, um, the audience and the reader. In addition to that, I wanted to make it very palatable to where um, it could be u- utilized throughout my purpose. And that is through ministries and church um, platforms and be able to share you know, there is a life after being a victim of sexual assault and abuse.
0: That's great. That's great. And then what message do you want the reader to take away from
1: from your story? Well, what I what my hope is that not only that they would take the message of deliverance and healing, but how important that forgiveness is in Our pathway to becoming who God has called us to be, because I I do believe wholeheartedly, if it wasn't from my heart of forgiveness, that I would have stayed captivated in this trap where, you know, that I couldn't bloom. Like you say, the lotus flower, I couldn't bloom because I would have been so overloaded and bombarded with the hurt and the pain of being a victim because it began it began with the, the mindset i had to change my mindset to be able to know that hey i i am a survivor i know who i am in christ i can identify and connect with who i am in christ and that is the hope that i believe that when i wrote this story that the reader will grasp and be able to, um, you know, take with them and begin to their journey toward healing.
0: Now, was it hard for you to forgive your perpetrator?
1: Well, you know, um, it's, it's interesting. That's always an interesting story of mine because my perpetrator was my biological father. So I was torn between the love and the, in the hurt of my, my, my daddy, you know, mm-hmm. and I talk about that in my book for, um, for those who haven't read it, um, but I talked about the struggle and the torn between that. I love my dad because he was my daddy. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: but I was hurt by my dad who was my daddy. Yeah. So when you are torn between that, um, because I can't really tell you that I had just this heart um, in my early part of my life that I was just a super, I guess, you know, Marvel character that okay. can be, like, oh, I'm superwoman. No, All right. But I can't say that my heart was never heartened. Yes. Harden out your heart so that we can, his word can be able to penetrate our heart. So therefore, so my heart was never hardened. So because of that, I didn't find it very difficult to forgive my, my father for the sin he did, because I understood it was the spirit that created the sin and not the person that the spirit was in.
0: Oh, I like that. Can you say that again?
1: It was the spirit. (laughs) Yes. It was the spirit that created the sin and not the person that the spirit was in.
0: That's great. That is great. And I need that to be a nugget that goes out amongst our podcast audience so that a door of forgiveness could be open for you all as well. Sometimes we got to look at things from a different lens, don't we?
1: Yes. Yes, we do. We have to see it from the spiritual part of the point of view. And that's very hard because we live in this flesh every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, We live in in humanity. Mm -hmm. So although we are created in the image of Christ and we are called to be in the image of Christ, we still wrestle against this flesh. And so a lot of things that attach itself to us, a lot of the sins that attach itself to us, we have a, a hard time you know, channeling through that tunnel to come out on the other side. So I always believe if we stay connected to the vine, Mm -hmm. even in our midst of hurt, even in our midst of darkness, if we stay connected to the vine, then the light that that is within the vine will guide us through our hardships and our our pains and our hurts.
0: But however, as a little girl, well, I want to assume that this happened as when you were a little girl.
1: It did um um and it, it happened from the age of five to 12 mm-hmm.
0: my, my reason for asking that is as a as a little girl as little children we don't oftentimes have those critical thinking skills in place and whereby to rationalize what is going on with us at that time however you sounds like you you were were able to, to somehow uh, sort that out and and forgive your biological father. Now, did, did that come when you were were a kid and you were able to, to somehow work through that? Or did that come later on in life when you had more of the critical thinking skills and more of a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ to move on into that avenue of forgiveness?
1: And I think that's a great question because as a kid, and I think that goes back to my original, um, um, you know, opening was is that I I struggle with the love and the hurt because I was a kid. I love my daddy. Right. So kids generally love their daddy and they love all the things that come with them. And, and, and and oftentimes what we do is we become a product of dysfunction. Yes. And that dysfunction becomes function. So we don't, We don't capture that as you stating as kids that that's dysfunction. Right, right, right. That is not a that's not a level of acceptance, but there's there's because there's always a sense of innate, innate um, feeling that this is not supposed to happen. Right. However, we don't really understand it. As you stated, till we get to an adulthood. So my my trajectory pathway began when I was about twenty three. When well, yes, when I was about twenty three, when I became pregnant with my first my first child, mm-hmm. because I began to really internally think about what had happened to me. Because at this point, I had never spoke out about it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a hidden secret in my heart that I had just kept quiet. So I had never told anyone.
0: You hadn't but told that, your mom or you no know, grandma. Who, Nobody like
1: No, that. I had never told anyone and I, and I, and I give that, that's pros, that process, that process in my book, when you oh, read CMB yeah. on the Shattered Glass, yeah. I had never shared that anyone. And so when I, um, when I was about 23 and got pregnant with my son, I started having real thoughts, you know, and that, and that's another thing I want my readers to understand is that you have real thoughts. Like, am I going to be that way? Am mm-hmm. I going to do that? Because that was an internal thing that I was struggling with and I never told anyone. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I apologize. So I had asked myself, "Am I going to be that?" So I started struggling with that, and, mm-hmm. and through that struggle, that is when I realized that um, it led me to a place to speak out about what had happened to me, and I confided in a very confident uh, person. And then that was my journey to my uh, my healing process. It started about twenty three, and also that's when God gave me my tagline: "The struggle has no hold on the outcome," because. Oftentimes we we get caught up in our struggles and we forget that it don't it don't hold us. Right. There is an outcome to it.
0: Mm-hmm. So. The struggle has no hold on the outcome. No, it doesn't. That, that, that is another nugget that mm-hmm. I would love to have people take away from this podcast. Is that the struggle that you're going through, according to Dr. Keitra, and I definitely believe has no hold on the outcome. So go on and go through the struggle and know that. On the other side of struggle, yes, yes is freedom if you go yes. through it the right way. Now when you told uh, when you came to the knowledge that this wasn't right when you were 23 years old, I would imagine a flood of emotions and feelings came rushing in at that time. What did you did that did that happen that way or and if if it did, how did you handle all handle? you know all those feelings and emotions and I probably was a roller coaster of stuff happening
1: especially well, you know at too yeah that that is that is very again a very good introspective question because um one is that I knew Jesus Christ because I I mean that was you know that even in my just even in my dysfunction even in my my world and life of you know doing what I wanted to do I was introduced to Christ at a very young age. And in that, you know, I say the best gift that any parent can introduce their children to is Jesus Christ himself. Yes. So, you know, because I was uh, introduced to Jesus Christ at a very young age and I Mm. had a praying grandmother and I had a praying mother that Mm. I was able to be able to hold on to what I knew. So therefore be holding on to that gave me some liberality to understand that I was able to say, okay, okay, I, I can make a differentiation between the sin and what happened because I, w- I had, I had matured in the, you know, spiritually. And, and, and that's, and that's another subject for another day. And yes. so with that, I began to just go through these cycles. I can't tell you when I spoke out at 23, that my life became instantly great. I cannot right. say that, but right. what I can't say, it began to be, begin to become the footprint to where God has called me today. Yes. So, you know, I, I always take it in 10 year increments at 23. I spoke out at 33. I began the ministry that God called me to do. So mm-hmm. and then at 43, I was walking in a full blownness of who he's called me to be. And Amen. so what I say is Amen. that I begin because I released it. Mm hmm. Amen, because I released it. Yeah. And, all t- and a lot of times we are afraid to release it. And yeah. so I released it to my mother, and she believed me gratefully. Oh, crazy, I'm, I'm crazy grateful that she believed me. So I talked about again, and mm-hmm. I know I'm always taking back to seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass because I talked about that experience. That was a real experience on how I shared that with my mother. In within my book, um, I, I I talked about it, and she believed me. So I, you know, I went through a series of dysfunctional relationships. I went through all of that. You know, <laughs> I went through the single motherhood. I went through all of that. I went through a failed marriage. I went through all of that. But what I say is that that only because I. I had an internal connection with the vine. I had an internal connection, yeah. although externally yeah. I wasn't connected. Okay, because yes. externally yes. I wasn't living right. Okay, but yes. internally yes. I had a connection because you know my is right. Mm-hmm. My heart was right. And when we know our heart is right, God honors that. Yes, he and does. He begins to mm-hmm. He begins to navigate the compass. Amen. Yes. He, he navigates the compass when we know internally yes. our heart is right. So He guides us even when we know we don't even know we don't
0: even know what that sounds all
1: the glory for that.
0: That's excellent. <laughs> that is excellent. That is mm-hmm. excellent. And I want to make sure that. Our podcast audience understood what you just said because it was so rich that the internal, internally, when our heart is right, God honors that. When our hearts are right and we're seeking him. So don't get lost and go astray and think that I'm in, eternally in damnation that God well, doesn't love me. Because God is right there with you. He's just allowing you to go through the process. Yes, and heal. yes. Until he can bring you in, because if he does it too soon, then you're just going to just stay in chaos and you're going to be doing it just because so somebody told me to do it or I'm feeling guilty. It's not right. going to be like you're seriously convicted
1: and yes, you're going to yes.
0: turn it all over to him. I also yes. like how you said that you have given it, you put it into like 10 year in increments, mm-hmm. you know, and I like that. You know, not to thinking that you got to wake up one morning at 23 and then all of a sudden give give your life fully over to the Lord and, and, and confess to your mom and all that. Then everything magically changes. You right. know that it is a process that a the process. Lord takes us through a process. And yeah. we in the process, we got to be patient and waiting yeah. on the Lord and seeking him. Yeah. And I heard right. you say that there was a trusted person that you that you trusted and you told about this and yes. that's another nugget that God puts people out there there some people think that nobody will ever believe me and nobody will ever listen to me or be able to understand what I'm going through but God is already making somebody right now he's yes. making somebody and packaging them so that when they reveal this to that person and drop all that heavy thing in their lap they're not going to be like oh I'm shocked and all of that but they're going to be just right they're going to have just the right things to say they're going to be the answer they're going to be to listen and they're going to be to point you in the right direction and on your path to healing and that is what god has done for you and now you do that for others so i want you to tell us a little bit about your work with domestic violence um victims and victims of sexual abuse and how that has helped even with your own healing process
1: Well, you know, anytime that we can, we can release, um, I always feel we, we gain strength from every time we release Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we all have a cathodic moment. I mean, it's when you just release it all and, and you know, it's there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I started, um, through that transition. So when I said at 33, God began to, you know, I began to see who I was in Christ at 33. And that's when the fruition of life after advocacy group came to Full blown mm-hmm. um, I started the non, this my nonprofit organization in 2004 um, and when I started this I began to really see God and hear God in, in the name and what he want i, I and I, I keep my what I call my my uh, business Bible next to me because it was all my scratch notes when I started this because okay. I didn't really understand the name and what he wanted it to be and so um, I started that in 33. Um, and, 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 um, when I was at age of 33 in 2004 and, mm-hmm. um, it, I was really targeting on awareness of prevention. Mm-hmm. And so I was just targeting on focusing on bringing, um, well, let me back it up one step. When God gave me life at the advocacy group, he told me specifically it was for the church. Okay. So I didn't really knew, you know, I didn't really know what that meant when he said it was for the church because Now, you know, here, you know, fast forwarding almost 20 years, I mean, it'll be 18 years in in April that the organization started, I understood, is because we have a lot of brokenness of this type of hurt in the church. And so I just began to, um, you know, be an advocate, to be a a beacon of hope, a voice. I began to just speak on various platforms about abuse and what it does for us and how we are masked in the pews, and how we sit in church, and we, we as women, we can be beautiful flowers. Oh, yes. be Broken glass inside. We can be all of that. You know, we can wear the, the, the cutest dresses and the nicest shoes, but just be shattered everywhere. That's right. We, we, we had to, the Life After Advocacy Group is an organization targeted to help create an atmosphere fear for individuals to speak out about what has happened to them, because that's what happened to me. Amen. So Amen. I Amen. believe that we have to have a space where we can talk about it. Yeah. I, I, have, I have done this long enough to know that sometimes all they need is, all people need is a conversation. That's all right. they need is to have a, a space to be able to talk about what happened. They need right. to be able to say, can I trust this environment that I'm in to share my story? And that's once right. they do that, that begins the healing process in yeah. the pathway for them to become whole. And my hope is always that you can receive the total freedom that God gave you. He said in Jeremiah 29 11, that he knows the place he has for us. Yeah. And that's I and that is my my catalyst. I use that scripture. That is my hope because that helped me.
0: That's and so right. that
1: is what I do as an advocate. Um, you know, I I just kind of restructured my organization in the last five years, where I focus mainly on awareness and prevention. Because I had I had shifted for you know about ten years working in uh, client services. Yes. You know I had um, and so I realized that there are a lot of agencies that deal with client services. Yes. What I want to do yes. different uniquely is that I want to create a space for people to speak out. Mm-hmm. I want to create a space that they be able to begin the healing process, mm-hmm. bring awareness and prevention, you know, mm-hmm. whether that's through my, my writing, my books, through, you know, seminars, through trainings, through speaking engagements, mm-hmm. and then be a liaison to help mm-hmm. them with the sources they need. Cause you can, you know, I, I have a trained ear that I can tell, you know, whether somebody just needs to, Talk about it or they need counseling, and then I will refer them. So, hopefully, that answered your question.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that definitely did. Definitely. And does just beautiful to have been able to have that organization birth out of pain. Oftentimes, God births something out of pain. And the way I say it's beautiful is because it actually gives purpose to that pain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that we did not go through what we went to through through a naught. And when you reference Jeremiah 29 11, definitely. God took what the devil thought he was going to use to destroy you. And he turned it around for your good and not only for your good, but to bless others in all. Now, God would not have released that to you until you had walked into your maturity. And still he developed you from that immature state that you were in as a child and prior to becoming, you know, into 23 and accepting what had gone on he released it at that point, And then you move further into your destiny. And I want people to that are listening to be able to hear how this works. Yes, it didn't just happen overnight, but God had to take Dr. Keetra through a process whereby she was in an immature state. She said she wasn't perfect. Things were happening, she didn't understand. But then when she gave it on over to the Lord, He matured her over a period of time, and then she walked into her destiny. And that is where the Lord is trying to take each and every one of us that are listening. We've all been there or we all are going there. There is a roadmap. There is a roadmap that God has laid out for us. And that leads me into the next question. It is that what is your personal roadmap, Dr. Ketra? To restoration for yourselves and, and for others that you work with?
1: Well, my personal roadmap is very simple. And this is what I teach. And this is what I advocate. Um, there's three steps. One, you got to identify what happened to you. Mm-hmm. You got to identify it. That means you got to soul search. You got to speak out. You got to get to that place of identification. Yes. Once you can identify a thing then you understand Oh, this happened, and so from that identification, you begin to admit it happened. Yeah, I this happened to me. I know it happened to me, and I have you know it's chrono. It's for me, it's it's a it's a chronological order, and 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 it 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 happened, and so mm-hmm. you begin to talk about the acts that happened. You begin to go through those series of ther- therapy, if that's therapy or counseling or whatever that is, because now you can admit it happened. Yes. And then after you're admitting, you accept it.
0: Yes, accept.
1: Because once you get to acceptance, then you're able to forgive it. Yes. Then you're able to be able to bloom. You'll yes. be able to go forth because you accept that it happened to you. That's you it. know, I, I know this happened to me. It was not to my own regard that it did. Yes. It, it, I, I had no, no blame in that, hap- that situation when it happened. Yes. I was innocent in a situation that I began and some people who may be listening to this may begin to default and believe it was their fault, but it was not right. So you have to one, identify it. Mm-hmm. You have to admit me, uh, admit it. And then you accept it. It's very, for me, that is what I teach because that is what I use. And that is why I'm here today at 50 years old, that right. I can truly say that, that, that was my order. Now, there are some things that go on in each stage and we yeah. don't even have enough time to talk about those stages. That's but right. the roadmap yeah. itself was very simple. Mm-hmm. Identify, yes. and, uh, admit, yes. and accept.
0: Identify, admit, and accept. That mm-hmm. is the roadmap to restoration. And I know you said that, yes, that's a whole nother podcast and talking about each and every step. Yes. <laughs> but however, in each step, There's work to be done. It's going to be work to be done. Mm -hmm. And when you're working through each step, is there a time frame that you give the person to get through each step or is it fluid?
1: Yeah, I think it's fluid because every person is different. You know, again, I started off by saying I had a 30-year journey. Mm -hmm. You know, I had 23 to 33, I mean 20-year journey, 23 to 33, 33 to 43, 43 to almost 50. And now, you know, I mean, I have been in my acceptance stage, I will say probably um, since I was mm, in my, in my early thirties, that's when I began to really accept what happened to me mm-hmm. I mean, you know, accept it. you know, yeah. I identified it, I admitted it. And then I began to walk through that journey of acceptance and here I am today. You know, I, I, I was able to, to in this acceptance stage. I've written a book and I'm releasing my next book and in um matter of fact, on Monday, revelation. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is that I cannot give each individual because it's case by case. Mm-hmm. I have, have I have had clients who have sat with me one time and they're able to, you know, automatically admit it happened. Sometimes mm-hmm. you may not even have to go to identification to accept you know, to a- admit to itself, you can just go wherever it falls. So I think each individual is different. And I treat each individual as such, because no two people are the same. And I don't ever want anyone who sit down with me to feel that I group them all in one category.
0: That's right. That's right. And I heard you say that the Lord gave you this. And he, when he birthed it, he said it was something for the for the church. Mm-hmm. Now, at, at this time, has it brought an out be beyond the walls of the church? Or is it Or is it yet, yet uh, just a church organization itself?
1: Oh, yeah, it's never. He said for the church, but not in the church. So there's a distinct difference with that. Is that you know? Yes, it's it's the hurt the hurting people. Yes, the 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 hurting people that are in the pews. But Life After Advocacy Group is global. It's not you know. It is to help individuals who have been victims, men, women, and children who have been victims of sexual abuse to be able to create an atmosphere for them to speak out. So no, it's, you know, I, I, I love because who I am in Christ, right? I mean, I am who I am in Christ. So, um, I definitely love to speak to the heart of the church because we have a lot of broken people in the body of Christ. Yeah. And, and, and we go to church every Sunday Mm -hmm. and we, we, we sit and we hear the word of God but sometimes it kind of falls by the wayside because it can't penetrate because we're so broken. That's so right. that's what I mean. We need to we need to shake up the internal being so that we can become free. And that's ultimately my hope and my goal is that you will be free to yes. be able to have a freedom in the body of Christ.
0: Yes, and my reason for point, pointing that out is because, because the Lord has put in my husband and my uh, spirit is to really minister to those that are, with outside of the body of christ because they have they are they are afraid to come into the church because many of them have experienced church hurt they've experienced some hypocrisy coming from different people in the church although we know that we don't do that and we are loving christian people but there are people that that do that and have experienced that type of hurt. So they won't come in, but the Lord has given us a strategic way to reach them through this podcast. There could be someone that, that's sitting at three in the morning, ready to take their very life. And they could come across this Lotus Flower Podcast, Dr. Keacher, and hear what you're saying right now about sexual abuse. And to for them to have heard you say that, a woman of your caliber, They, at that time, just might change their mind and not take their lives. And that is a person that you may never find sitting on the church pew. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said, you know, is it broader than that? Yes, it's birthed out of the church because my organization, The Good Lord, gave me years back the Emerging Hope. It was birthed out of the church but the lord kept putting on my spirit in my spirit to make sure you take it beyond the walls of the church however because those are the people out there that are hurting will never come in and then include it like you said there are so many people in the church that are hurting and hiding beautiful dresses beautiful makeup beautiful hair the nails are in and just just lovely and all of that is mm-hmm. outside all made up but then on the inside i love how you placed it in, in your book, you it said it's shattered glass. And I could just visually see that. I'm a visual person. I could see all the glass all sh- shattered in a person's life. The fragments that need to be put together again. And oh, I thank God that he has given you this bold, bold spirit. But it's a very nice, warm, sensitive, loving spirit. But you've got to have that boldness to talk about what you're talking about. And you know how to just go right to it. And not dance around and play with the enemy, but Mm -hmm. go right to what he's trying to do and destroy these lives and help them to be released from what the devil has had them bound by over so many years. And this is an important topic that we've got to keep at the forefront of people's lives. There's so many people out there, like you said, that are suffering from being being victims of sexual Mm -hmm. abuse. And carrying that around, thinking that it was their fault, Mm -hmm. and that they'll never amount to anything. And guess what? That passes down to their children.
1: To
0: their children, yes. Then their children pass it down to their children, and it becomes, you know, dysfunctional. It becomes a pattern that has to be broken. And God has put you right there to be, to be a person that's going to help to shatter the glass in a different way. The glass that you're talking about is shattered. Those pieces are fragmented. Because they got to be put together, because it's because yes. it's dysfunctional and it hasn't been dealt with. But God is make, causing you to shatter some glass of the enemy, the yes. never to be put back together again. Yes, yes, it's yes A yes, million yes. pieces where it becomes like crystals on the ground. Yes, and I thank yes. God for, for that. You oh, know, oh, for oh. His yoke breaking power that He's thank you. Jesus. Thank the Lord. And there are so many people that are suffering in silence. So when you think about those people out there that are suffering in silence right now, what what would you say to them to encourage them that it's okay to to come up out of that silence and begin to talk about what you've gone through or what you're yet going through?
1: Amen. Well, one thing I would say is to that individual is that your voice matters. Mm -hmm. Whoever silenced you don't have the power to keep you quiet. You have the innate ability to open up your mouth at any moment. It mm-hmm. just calls a, a moment of, I would say, an instant effort to yeah. say it. Yeah. And you say, okay, well, Dr. King, that may not be as easy as you're saying that. Well, I do believe that God has already strategically placed someone in front of you. There's already someone sitting right there in front of you that you just hadn't even had the ability to see them because you have internalized your own hurt. So I would say is, 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 is open your eyes and look around and say, I need to release this because see the enemy only have as much power that we give him and the power and the power that he has is when we keep our mouth closed.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: (laughs) So he has the power that as long as you keep your mouth closed, man or woman, of god child whomever. as long as your mouth is closed he has power so as soon as you open your mouth as soon as you say a word as soon as you say a thing is when god can now begin to work in that thing and he can be able to help you so what i would say is begin to seek the person who he has placed in front of you Mm -hmm. open and speak your voice because it matters and begin your journey toward healing now i know you probably saying you know and i can hear it because i've been doing this a long time but when i promise you the first time you spit you share your story Mm -hmm. will be the first time that you have that cathartic moment and you'll be able to say it is released it is so i believe that i believe that
0: amen that's great that is x that is just excellent and i'm standing on on the promises of the lord jesus christ and what he says in his word that greater is he that's within us than he that is in the in this world World, and and that his holy spirit can rise will rise up within us outside of whatever's being said the lies the hurt self-hatred all of that and we cause you to rise up and begin to speak your truth and release it Mm -hmm. into the atmosphere it's what we speak when we speak that's what mm-hmm. comes to life. And I thank God that you are are teaching women, men, children about how to speak their truth and get out of that dysfunction that the Lord, that the enemy has really put them in. Yeah. And, because it wasn't God's plan for their life. And. Yeah. When I look at at um, your book once again, it says "Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass." The title. I I love the the cover of the book because the cover has little pieces of glass that are shattered around the edges, and then there are some some bigger pieces, fragments that are in the center of the cover. And I'm like I said, I'm a visual person. When you went to have that cover design. Why, why did you choose to design it that way with those glass pieces and all shattered around?
1: Well, I'm a vision, I'm a visionary. I'm a vision person too, visionary as well, right? Um, mm-hmm. I designed that cover, mm-hmm. um, I I had a, I, and it's funny cause we went through several designs. I, okay. I had um, several graphic designers send me covers and I kept saying, that's not what I see. That's not what God showed me. Uh, just like the cover of my new book. I, that's not what God showed me. I know I see it. And so all I saw was this shattered glass. All I saw was that. That's it. And I didn't really, honestly, I didn't know what it looked like in the development stages because it was, it was a picture in my mind. Mm-hmm. um and so I just sat down one day and I got with a, a dear friend of mine she she designed stuff she's a she's very artistic and I, I described to her what I saw I say what I this is what I see mm-hmm. so out of all the pictures keep this in mind on all the, the the graphic design pictures of this book cover that I had received which were nice I may add <laughs> mm-hmm. they was still not what I saw in my mind and that picture that that combination of what you see as a cover of seeing beyond the Shattered glass came from me sitting down with a dear friend and sharing with her my vision and she just captivated these different um crisp pieces of glass different sizes different angles and just set the words right in the middle and I knew from the time that I saw it that was it so yeah. I can't really say that there was this magical moment, but I can say that it all started from just the vision that God gave me because it was about these pieces of glass that we are all broken into. Mm-hmm. You know, life is full of hurt. Yes, that because we're born into seeing. Yeah, right. We're born yeah. into it.
0: Yes. So
1: true. there's going to be hurt. We we mm-hmm. we come out of, of our, our parents, our mother's womb, with a, a very innocent. Way. I mean, we don't because we're born into out of the water. The water was broken, the living water we came out of. And that's the living water is what kept us alive for nine months in our mother's room. The living water.
0: Right. Amen. So
1: the the, the seal broke. (laughs) Yeah. When it broke, we came out and we came out into a world of sin. Yes. So yes, when we yes. came into this world of sin, it began to attach its way in various ways that we really don't know. That's but right. God said in his word that according to Jeremiah 1 to 5, I knew you in your mother's womb before
0: you yes, right. was That's formed
1: right. in your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. I knew you. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, before the water broke, Yes. before you crammed, uh-huh. before you exit, right. before you entered in this yes. world of sin, he mm-hmm. already knew you. That yes. means he knew what you was going to experience,
0: right?
1: He knew what you was going to, was going to attach to you. Right. He knew yeah. that. However, because we have free will and a choice.
0: Yes. yes, We have
1: free will to give our life back to Christ. That's why I say the best gift as a parent is that we can do is to introduce our children to Christ. That's right. We have to introduce them to Christ. We That's have to right. allow him to come into our kids, our children's lives. That's and right. when we do that, they will not Return, return. We will not return void. He said, "He will train. He will if we will. If we train the child up in the way they should be, Amen. Then they will return. That's right, right. So, therefore, with that being said, Mm -hmm. I knew that if if you have sin attached to you, that we have a redeemer. Mm, Yes, 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 yes. We have a father in heaven.
0: Yes. Yes,
1: that already knew. Yes what was going to happen, mm-hmm. but he was wanting to see how we were going to respond to what he already knew.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. Now yeah. that'll preach. That's good.
1: <laughs> he already knew.
0: That is a word in itself, man. <laughs> yes, he did. I love that analogy. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And amen. And I yeah. know that a life is going to be touched by what you just shared. That was a nugget in itself to someone that needs to walk away with today. That's listening to this podcast, that God already foreknew what you were going to go through. That could bring you a tremendous amount of comfort if you really believe that in your spirit. It's not believing it by this intellect that God has given us or trying to rationalize it and all. Just take it by faith. That God already foreknew and he's got your hand in his hand. Mm-hmm. Now I thank God for 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 that. Now, when I look at at um a summary, it's a brief summary here of your book, The Shattered, Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass. You said in this brief summary that I'm going to read that and pronounce that the, um, the name of the um fictional character. To make sure I'm yes.
1: Cassidy no- oh. Noel Winters.
0: Yes, so you said Cassidy Noel Winters is trying, is tired of living behind shattered glass. Cassidy was a child full of joy, laughter, and pure innocence. At the age of six, her life drastically changed forever by the one person she trusted. The dark hole left by being robbed of her innocence became filled with low self-esteem, anger, and poor decisions that will follow her into adulthood. Through professional counseling, Cassidy unlocks the buried parts of her past to face her childhood struggles, forgive her abuser, and put the shattered pieces in her life back together again. From the first page of the book to the explosive ending, the reader will experience Cassidy pain, recovery, and ultimate triumph. And that is a summary of the be Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass book that you have written based on your own true life story. And I want our podcast audience to know that in December, in January, I'm sorry, of 2022, we have invited Dr. Ketra to be our featured author for the month of January doing the Lotus Flower Book Club platform that we're revising at that time. At this time, we're u- utilizing four books in which we poll, and then we have our book club members select a book. However, the Lord has put it in our spirit to move beyond that platform and already have pre selected an author to be the featured. Um, person for that particular month and Dr. Keetra has agreed that in January she will be that person and we will talk even further at that time about her book, Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass. Now what readers are saying, readers are saying about this award-winning book of Dr. Keetra, they're saying Dr. Keetra has written an astonishing memoir Based on real life events. Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass is a must read. This book captures the attention of the reader from the onset. Cassidy's journey of abuse, pain, loneliness, and ultimate victory will have you sharing moments of laughter, tears, and rejoicing as her life unfolds on the pages. You will encounter her struggles to be long her challenging life decisions, and her tenacious ability to see beyond her present circumstances and keep going against the odds. Cassidy's story, From Victim to Victor, teaches us that there is triumph after tragedy and allows us to see beyond the shattered glass. That was... That was one person that gave a shout out to the book. And another brief shout out that was given reads as follows. When reading, seeing beyond the shattered glass, I was at the tip of my seat in suspense. Then my emotions were grabbed by the vivid details of it all and I connected to the pain and the next journey of Cassidy's life. This book is riveting. It is a journey about one's life of hurt, healing, and recovery. This book is a must read. And I want to encourage our listening audience to be sure to purchase a copy of Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass. Where can they purchase your book, Dr. Keitra?
1: Amen. Thank you so much for that. I'm always humbled every time I hear the reviews of my book, Um, the the book that the Lord gave me, but um, I'm always humbled. However, uh, people can find and purchase an autographed copy of Seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass at drkeetra.com. If they order from drketra.com, they will receive um, a little gift from me as well as an autographed copy, as well as um, they can order it from Amazon, barnesandnobles.com, um, Goodreads, and um, any, you know, those platforms as well. They, um, so it's available out there.
0: <laughs> Amen. Amen. You have such a sweet, humble spirit. Thank thank God for connecting, connecting us. I also wanted to ask you to share a little bit about your new and upcoming book that's going to release out on Monday.
1: Yes, I am so excited about that. Um, this book, Revelation, um, it is a novel. It's my first novel. Um, one of my things, and, and I want to make sure that your, your listening audience know that part of my authorship is that I'm, I'm not writing just to write. I'm writing because I believe in the mission of life at the advocacy group. And that is to, to definitely focus on awareness and prevention. So my, my writing ties back into awareness and prevention. And I said that to say this, Revelation is a novel. Um, it is a book about just talking about things that go on in the body of Christ. You know that this that surrounds sexual abuse and um, i'm gonna always bring it from a standpoint of um the issue the redemptiveness and the forgiveness of the issues that we face um in in and out of the church of of when it comes to being victims of sexual abuse so um, you know, I don't want to speak too much about it. However, they can go to drkeacher.com and there is a synopsis of the book on um, on the website. That is my Arthur website, so mo- all my publications are there. So they can go to drkeacher.com and read this, and, and also reserve a copy because you can reserve your copies now. Um, for the um, revelation, but it, it it is, I have had some beta readers read it and um, I have gotten some great feedback. I don't always look to get good feedback mm-hmm. because sometimes my writing is not always in that angle, but mm-hmm. I definitely always look to hear authentic and true feedback. And so the feedback has been very, um, very good in regards to the message that I would like to deliver to those readers um, that read revelation a novel. So check out drkeetra.com and follow me on all social media platforms too, because I'm on um, Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, all those, you can find Dr. Keetra. <laughs>
0: That's great. That's great. And tell me what special way will your book be actually released on Monday? Is there, to well, a- hmm
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, so it's going to be just a normal book release on Monday. It's going to be, you know, s- sent out marketing wise. Um, there w- is a book signing that will is coming down. Um, in, November, in December, in December, um, because uh, my birthday is Monday. I Me, mean, my birthday is Sunday, the twenty eighth. Okay um, and so early this, birthday thank you so i am sell, uh, i'm releasing this book um as part of that this whole november oh, thing the uh, book signing will be in um in December here locally at a, um, at a, a location here locally. So, but um, I am open for, I look forward to January with you. I really do. I, I look forward to sharing with your readers and, and endeavoring into seeing um, Beyond the Shattered Glass. But Revelation is um, again, it's just another uh, another source, um, that resource that individuals can use as well. And also in the back of seeing Beyond the Shattered Glass, I have list, listed some resources. For individuals to be able to um, get some help, because at, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. So that's what I have planned. Um, you know, I'm always in the in the in the in the nest of of doing the next, and so hopefully, um, I start back writing the um the, the sequel to Revelation next year. That that's great. And
0: also, before we end, I want you to tell our listening audience because we are both in the um, mental health. Um, area of helping and serving and we know the importance of making sure that we leave our audience with the in a safe spot and we have created a safe place for them because when people are listening some of this may open some wounds up for people and it may it may bring back some flashbacks or Mm -hmm. and and those types of things and so we want to be sure to leave our uh podcast audience with with some hope and with some resources, as you stated. So if there is a woman, man, boy, girl that are listening to us at this time, uh, what would you say to them so that they can feel safe and also so that they can know how the next step is to getting that help so they won't just sit there and maybe do something detrimental to themselves? What what should they do at this time after listening to this amazing
1: Podcast. Thank you so much. Um, uh, what I will say to that individual is that um, yes, we have talked about a lot today. Yes, we've shared about uh, you know some very important things today about speaking out. What I would do is that if you are in this space right now and you need to speak to someone, you can one, you can pick up the phone and you can call a friend, a confidant, or your you know a leader that you have, or you can dial nine um, seven 97- and that is the direct line to life after advocacy group and there will be a voice there to listen to you as well as be able to give you some some resources and some um direction on where you can go to get the support in your local um community because i mean i'm sure your your podcast is is global so we definitely want to you to know that there is help at the other end of this line. This is not just a, um, you know, me tell all type situation. This is a situation where we definitely want you to get the support that you need. So if you know um, Dr. Robinson, reach out to Dr. Robinson. If you need support, reach out to Life After Advocacy Group. And again, that number is 940-227-1516. Or you can email us at info at life. ag.org or you can visit our website at lifeafterag.org. So just know that there is some people out here who care, or if you are connected with a trusted friend or a parent or a leader, please uh, start your journey, start your next journey. And that's speaking out and talking about it and be okay with talking. You don't feel like that you're getting on, you know, somebody's nerve or they don't want to hear you but know that we there are people here that want to hear you because we want to help you
0: yes and and know that you are safe yes you are loved you are whole you are you are a valuable person yes you do not have to do anything that's detrimental to yourself or to others after hearing this podcast we want you to know that this is opening freedom for you. Amen. In our area of Kalamazoo, Michigan, if you're listening from my local area, you can reach out through what we have. It's called Griffin Place. You can reach out to them. You could reach out through our local 211 hotline in Kalamazoo, Michigan and those surrounding counties. Or you can literally reach out by calling 911. If you find yourself yes. in an emergent situation, you can reach out through 911 or go to your local hospital emergency room. Seek help and seek the help of your pastor and the clergy members of your church and your support network as well. We want you yes. to walk away feeling safe and whole. And as Dr. Keitra has so beautifully said, that the struggle has no hold on the outcome yes struggle has no hold on the outcome. the outcome yes is there anything else that you would like to share with us before we end the podcast
1: No, I just want to, again, thank you, Dr. Robinson, for this opportunity. This has been um, a great conversation. Um, I would like to just say to your listeners, know that um, as we approach the end of 2021, that God has a plan for you, that you are going to win in 22. So just be able to seek and find the victory and be able to walk into your newness, because God wants us all free to do what he's called us to do in such a time as this. It is time for us to become free in a body of Christ so that we can be soldiers for the Lord, because if we need it, we need it now. Amen. Amen. And would you mind praying us out? Yes. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to just come together and share and break bread in your name, Lord. We thank you for Dr. Robinson and this vehicle that she has created of hope, Emerging Hope Ministries, that she would be able to allow a vehicle for people to become whole and free, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to share the goodness of what you've done in my life and the life of others through your unwavering love and kindness and joy, Lord. Lord, we thank you for just being the hope and the vehicle in our lives, Lord. Now that I ask that you touch the head of um, Dr. Robinson and her feet that she walk with, Lord, and her husband and her ministry, that you continue to open doors and create lives for them to change lord through their ministry and i ask that you just bless every listener that is here every home that is represented, that they will be able to have heard something that would change the course of their life that they will be able to walk toward their freedom and they will become ultimately free in you father god so lord we thank you for all that you've done today we give you all the glory We thank you for your love and we thank you for your peace and we thank you for just being who you are as our savior. And we ask all these things in your son, Jesus Christ's
0: name. Amen. Jesus,
1: amen and amen. Be sure
0: to listen to the Lotus Flower Podcast on google.com, amazon.com, reason.com, wix.com, and on Spotify. Listen to the episode with, that we have just had with Dr. Keitra Davenport King Beyond the Shattered Glass. Yes, be sure to subscribe to the Lotus Flower Podcast. When you subscribe, you will always be sure to get the latest episode right in your inbox you'll never miss an opportunity to hear such a word as was given today thank you all for joining us we expect that you will have a happy and a blessed thanksgiving holiday season with your family once again thank you dr ketra for joining
1: us today may god richly bless you Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Dr. Robinson, and may God continue to keep you and bless you as well. Be blessed. Bye for now. Bye-bye.
0: Yes, whatever it is, it won't let me hold my peace. we got to know that we've got to speak God's words into our circumstances rather than speaking your circumstances into God's word. we got to know that God has given us a way out of darkness and into the marvelous light. Yet still, in order to move into that way of light, we've got to trust him. We've got to give our lives over to him. We've got to let him lead, guide, and direct our very path. And then, then and only then will we be able to move beyond those broken pieces in our lives. We thank and praise the Lord today, once again, for the beautiful ministry of Dr. Ketra L. Davenport King. Yes, yes, yes. Thank God for how she shared richly with us today. She challenged us to come outside of our darkness and rise up into the marvelous light in which the Lord would have us to walk therein. Know that there's no situation that your Savior cannot take you through. Our Heavenly Father is bigger, stronger, and wiser than any situation that you find yourself in beyond any situation that the enemy has created, even throughout your childhood. Be blessed, be blessed, and have a prosperous, wonderful, blooming, and blossoming day in the Lord. Bye-bye for now.